and welcome everyone back to the movie breakdown i'm your host paul i'm the photographer and my host and the most the actor the entrepreneur the new york bound co-host yvonne uh, carlos <laughs> what's up guys i'm yvonne so um if you haven't been to our show or listen to it we give our review of the the movie first and then we want you to go watch it and then come back because we give spoiler uh, spoiler review topic and we just talk for about 30 minutes about the movie and what we liked about it um, we do ramble and we just give our opinion um, my background is photography and videography so i'm more on the technical side and yvonne's is more as an actor did the story make sense did did the plot and did the acting, was it really good acting? And and in my opinion, that's the best way to break down a movie is to have someone from both sides because a movie Ooh. a movie cannot be made if you don't have good actors and a good per, and a good director. So Amen. Let's remind them how we um how we score our movies. Yep, that's really important. So we do um one to five stars and we have a zero star. Uh, five star is the top, and um, we do have half stars um, for those movies that we really don't want to give them specifically one level of a star. But we do have a zero. Now, a zero is not actually our worst movie. A worst movie is a one. So a zero is actually a movie that is so bad that you have to see it. <laughs> so um, that's something like... Um, the in the the cop ninja or or, or <laughs> one of these ninja. or one of these movies that it's just horrendous. I guess now cats can be in that category. Oh, I haven't seen cats yet. Yeah, I mean it. It has no story. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it, I, I mean I saw 120 movies last year, and it's not the worst movie of the year in my opinion, but. It's the worst movie that had no story because literally they just sung for 140 minutes. That's literally the musical, though. I know, but the musical, I believe, has some kind of like story. Plot. Or, yeah. Like, I don't know what they were driving at. They were going for a spectacle. So, yeah, I, I guess so. Um, uh, I think we need to review Cats, but I, I got to get you to watch we'll Cats. Do, yeah, we'll definitely and do I, that. I, but I, I think that might be, right but I think that might be torture to you. <laughs> yeah, because not. you're probably going to be like, Paul, like, I, I think we probably need to see it, like, in the in the house. We could uh, totally but, do a watch along for Cats. That'd yeah, be maybe, so funny. Maybe that will probably be the best way, because to be honest, watching it in the theater, I was like, I'm really falling asleep. And so <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if... I don't know if it's really productive to give them $12 to go see it in theaters, but yeah. All right. So no, we're not reviewing cats guys. <laughs> we are reviewing knives out. Okay. And this is the Ryan Johnson. Yes, sir. Movie. Um, as, as I hope our listeners know, I have a huge issue with Ryan Johnson. Do but you I, really? I do. What? Yeah. I told, we talked about this several times that, he totally decided to make his own Star Wars movie and, and just write a fucking story <laughs> that had nothing based on Force Awakens. And then um, yeah, he, left, the he, left, I... he left, he left, he left, he left, 
he left all those characters with no story arc for a third movie. Mm. So, and to be honest, the the movie we got was basically replacing his movie and correcting everything. That's why everything is so rushed. So that then the first, <laughs> I if you guys want my opinion on Star Wars, the um, uh, Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> please just listen to those episodes because. We're going to do a recap on Rise of Skywalker um, in the next couple months. So just stay tuned for that, guys. <clears throat> I'm sure we're going to get a lot of hate for that. So, <laughs> Okay, cool. So you're not a huge Ryan Johnson fan. And I actually... But have you seen Looper? Yes, but I didn't, I didn't know who Ryan Johnson was. Back then, of course. Yeah, he was just like the director. a director. Yeah. You know, he didn't decide to say that all male uh, movie audience were... Um, were horrible people he literally wrote on twitter that male yeah yeah he literally made a comment that like male male stars fans are like the antipodes of like the worst people that have been born like he made some (laughs) incompetent like really bad quote and then he decides to continue (laughs) to argue with the entire fan base that like you know his concept was not bad and you know but like you, I, I just yeah. you shouldn't antagonize people. Is what, and he's being he's he's purposely antagonizing. I haven't seen the tweets, but that's funny. Yeah. So, may um, the force be with you, Ryan Johnson. Well, no, he changed <laughs> that because he just says, "May the force um, protect you" or whatever. He changed the whole dialogue. Oh no way! Yeah, that's just, yeah. So I need to do okay. Interesting. <laughs> I've never heard. That's why I said. That. I, that's why I said when I started the the Last Jedi, I was like, it's nice to ha- talk to someone who's not really a big Star Wars fan because you didn't catch up on stuff like that. I didn't, but the Last Jedi was my least favorite Star Wars movie. That's fine. Actually, not least favorite. One of my least favorites. I was bored by it. I'm just saying that I think that there was nothing they could do um, to fit it into three movies. That if in all in all sincerity. They should have just said, "We're just going to, we're going to do as many movies until we finish it properly." True. And they should have said, "Look, we're not going to finish it at nine. We're going to go nine, ten, or or eleven. We're not going to tell you, and we're going to figure it out. We're just going to like, we're gonna, we're gonna go from what Ryan Johnson left us, which wasn't more enough, and then we're going to go from there." So, um, but knives out, <laughs> knives out. So, I love the cast. Phenomenal okay. cast. All right, so I'm really bad with names because I'll just go with their pseudo pseudo. So, Yvonne, why don't you go down with the cast names, and then I'll give you my two cents on the cast. So we have Daniel Craig playing the, Mr. James Bond. Mr. James Bond playing the detective, Southern drawl, molasses in your mouth kind of accent going on. Now we we had made a private conversation before the show that. We had both thought that that it was weird, but you thought it came off really well. Well, I I couldn't make up my mind because when I first heard him open his mouth, I was in love with it. I was like, yes, this is amazing. They're really taking this murder mystery theme. They're really taking this world, this like theatrical way of entertaining people and running with it on camera. And the cast really backs that up. Like you have Daniel Craig, you have Chris Evans, you have the person who played Maria, what's her name? Ana de Armas, Jamie Lee Curtis. Like you have these huge, like. The girl who plays the nurse is going to be a good actress. And she's a young, fresh she's face. Phenomenal. And she's I, phenomenal. And I, I pray that she gets more opportunities because we need more people of, of ethnic diversity 
that dude like that scene where you find out what actually happens between her and what's the old guy's name something with an h it's um uh harlan harlan um christopher Plummer. that scene with her and christopher Plummer, where we find out what actually happens and he's saying you know you need to do this to save yourself and save your family. And then he kills himself. And then she's, oh, spoiler alert. Sorry if you haven't seen the movie. Well, guys, we have addressed this is all spoilers. So. Um, and she just starts crying. And I don't know. I I watched it with a friend and we looked over at each other and we we're like, whoa, that was heavy. Like, she's, um, I'm her biggest fan right now. Um, then you have Jamie Lee Curtis, who was hilarious. Um, Tony she, make, she makes every movie just a spot better. Like she's um, one of those faces, yeah, yeah. And then um, she's such a trained classical actress that if she if she's in the movie, you know that the at least the the dialect and the actual script was coherent because she hasn't because really, she's so famous. Well, no, because if you look at her uh, of her list of movies. She doesn't put herself in jeopardy into a movie that it does not have. I mean, I, I, I really can't list a movie that is really, really horrible. That she's been in. Yeah. I mean, everyone has a movie that doesn't do well, but, like, I can't really think of a movie that... That's a good point. You know? Um, I mean, Tony look, Collette. she made, she made, she made uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger actually funny and actually a good actor. In, in what movie? In... Uh, um, in um, uh, Lies to Kill, the, the the murder mystery, the one where he um she plays a housewife, and and Arnold Schwarzenegger is the agent. Uh, Lies I need to, to watch that movie, dude. How can you be an actor? Movie. Come on. What you will soon discover if you actually follow and listen to our podcast is that I've not seen a lot of movies. Um, I definitely add that to the list. But moving on through the cast, but, but I, I'm just. My my, she's a good actress. So yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing. Yeah, amazing. Um, Tony Collette, who plays uh, one of the siblings, she was the um, I I guess she was like the youngest sibling, and she was constantly like making like very like contemporary. Um, yeah, she's the girl that's always on the phone. They manipul- always on the phone. Yeah, you say them. they manipulate they manipulate her to to get the nurse to come back and all kind of stuff. Yeah, and. She definitely was funny. I didn't have any problem with anyone really in the movie. The only issues that I kind of had, and they were touch and go, was Tony Collette's constant like contemporary banter, because it just seemed like it was a little too repetitious towards the end. But I still loved her, and I thought that she was hilarious. Um, and then Daniel Craig's southern drawl accent after, you know, it, it was, and it wasn't even that I didn't really like it. It's just during his monologues, because the structure of the movie is very interesting. Like, they have these, like, little scenes, and then in the scenes, they go through these, like, huge monologues where, like, a wealth of information is shared, lots of character-establishing dialogue, um, and Daniel Craig is just, like, pounding through these monologues. He's just, like, it's like he's sprinting through them. And I understand that that kind of conveys a sort of intelligence and, and um, like, almost, like, but they do that like purpose. Perception. They do that in purpose in books and movies to confuse the audience. Like if we say sure. if we say enough, then then it, 
then no one will catch us. But what he's saying is clarifying the storyline. Like he, oh, what he's saying, like, yeah. his monologues are very much like this happened and that happened. I'm just saying and in, general, in general. Yeah, totally. But regarding his performance with those monologues and then also like the voiceovers, like it, it just made me laugh, which is okay because I thought it was funny, but it made me laugh because I thought that it wasn't good. It didn't sound Well, the thing that made good. me just like, why are they? It's not even possible. It's like they're pulling up dirt from the carpet. Like, what? That was just like way, like, you're taking it to like, I don't even know if cops would go that detailed, like pulling up. But that's okay because like the whole world of the murder mystery is not based on, I I mean, obviously it's realism because like it's human beings, but like it's almost like a, like an extended version of realism because there's like all this emotion who was the person who played the the great aunt or the the grandmother? What was her name? Uh, oh, Kay she's Collins. Listed, yeah, Kay, she's listed as on Kay the IMDb as Kay Collins. So she was also her resume is nuts. She's done so much work, and Knives Out is the reason why I know who she is, which is interesting because she's an actor of she's older, um, but. She nailed it. She's in a lot of B B movies, is what they would call them. And I love that Catherine Lankford was in this movie. I love that Catherine Lankford was in this movie, and she was one of the more centered characters. Um, you know what I mean? Like she, her, her moment on the phone where she was telling Anna's character Maria to give back the return the the money. <clears throat> that was phenomenal. I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield is hilarious. He's hilarious, and his his hilarity, if that's even a word, is so subtle that ah, he's awesome. Who else am I missing? Oh, I'm missing the gentleman, um, Don well, Johnson, who played the... Uh, we were also missing Chris Evans, too. Oh, well, Chris Evans nailed it. Chris Evans, Chris Evans like, I remember thinking that... During while I was watching this movie, that this is the smartest like career move he could have made post Avengers, post Captain. He specifically America. picked the the bad role. That was like that was the one thing I wish it wasn't so spot on because he specifically picked the opposite role because he plays the good guy in every other movie that he's been in the last five years. Yeah. So like, if I was would have really paid attention more. It makes sense that at the end he's the one that's the bad guy. If yeah, it totally back, it totally makes sense. But the thing is that he played his character so well that there were parts where like it was kind of obvious from the get. Okay, like the bratty son is the one. Yeah, who's but any of them this. actually could have done it. Exactly. Like it, to be honest, the whole family is corrupt. Which is, I mean, the only so one so good about the, the only writing. one that's honestly is not corrupt is. Is the uh, is the mother played by um, Jamie Lee Curtis? She's the only one. It seems to be kind of level headed because she's she wasn't re- with Harlan, was she? She was married to. She was married to that other guy. She's married to Dan Johnson. Don yeah, Johnson. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's their son. Um. And Chris Evans' character does say that right. when he's talking to Maria about what's going on, he, she says, well, maybe it's more to do with you than it is to do with me. <clears throat> and Chris Evans' character is like, well, that makes a lot of sense. That's what I thought too. So 
not that I was surprised to find out that he was the one who did it because it totally makes sense. But I bought it. I bought all of it. I thought but it was all it also really it funny. shows his range of acting because and he's hilarious. No, no, I, I think that it's his best choice. The same thing happened to the young lady who uh, starred in uh, Say by the Bell, um, uh, and then she went on to make Showgirls. And now I can't think of the girl's name, but when you are casted in a role and you're well known for a long time, usually your agent tells you that let's try and pick. Switch it up. Switch it up and let's go for so I just wish it wasn't so like spot on the nose that like like did he have to be the guy that got caught? Couldn't he just be in the group? Like Yeah, I yeah. feel you. I feel you. Like he's still he's still like the main person. Like like in all the other movies he's Captain America and he's like true, true good. So he was so spot on that he's the bad guy. It's just like Are you serious that he's like that's so like, like if it was like a two year gap, and I would said, "Oh, that's not spot on." No, but like this is totally they picked the one hundred percent that his act, his agent said, "This is a great role. This is great. This is a great director." It's like totally spot on. It was probably also just fun. Oh yeah, because the character well, himself, like he's everyone a, loves. It's the same thing in wrestling. Everyone loves being a heel. Being a heel is the most funnest thing in the world. But like that's not really his character though. Like his he, it's much more oh, manipulative subtle. than subtle. that. He's subtle. He's I, I I don't know. I just I I thought that it was like the best choice for him. I was very very pleased by that. Oh no, I I remember I, the last couple of the tying up the movie. It seemed fast to me, but I don't know how it fixed that because once they find out who did it, you find out who did it and you move on. Um. Well, they they had. All those weird scenes at the at the end where they they take us to this abandoned building, and she then saves the person. So, I, yeah, a lot of the, I think that the 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 beginning and the middle part of the script were one hundred percent well written out, and then they got to the last ten minutes of the movie and said, "Oh fuck, how do we like really sum this up?" And I think they didn't. That's why. That's why it's not getting nominated. To be, I'm going to be blunt about that. Oh, I thought it was nominated. But I don't. It's not. Dude, I don't think it's nominated as best picture. It wasn't nominated best picture for Golden Globes. Um, no, it was nominated for best actress and best actor. Right. And no, it was for best motion picture. Okay. Well, it wasn't nominated for best picture for Golden Globes. It was nominated for Golden Globe Award for best motion picture. It was. Yes. For okay. Musical or comedy. A musical or comedy, not for, but not overall best picture. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think that it didn't, it didn't, it didn't get nominated for best picture overall because that last ten minutes didn't sum up the story. Because other I, than that, I'm not even going to pretend to know how or why movies are picked the way that they are for any you, kind of Academy did, Award. Do you, do you think that? Um, do you think that? Just thinking about the last ten minutes. Do you think there's like five minutes that were edited out that would would make it more sense? Because for me, it made jumped. sense. It just was fast. That's it what I'm saying. Just, but that's also more so. I think that's due to like the pace of the movie. Like the movies, like you have. Well, the the first, the beginning and the middle part were very, like, um, detailed and 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 pointed and. 
and plot, you know, they were, they weren't that way. And then we rush at the end. Boom, 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 boom. I just thought it was jarring the way that we ended it. I just recall, I remember, cause we jumped to all these scenes and then they bring them back to the house. And then we do that slow-mo stabbing scene. That was not, we didn't do anything yeah. like that in the movie. Just like, okay, if we established this kind of like weird kind of thing in the movie, in the movie, but like out of the blue, we go to the slow. I'm like, wait a minute, why are we doing slow mo? No, but like, it was so I'm like, funny. It was I, I know. so funny because then but it took the me, knife is I just. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. It it because I'm just I'm I'm talking out loud after seeing it and then talking to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely seemed to me that it's. It's a good. It there. It is a good movie. I I I can't. You know my my photography side says it's a good movie. It was shot well. It was shot so and interestingly. Some of those angles were so interesting. Completely like what? What am I thinking about? Mainly outdoors when they were outside. Well, I love all the like. He made sure that he 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 uh, shot the bedroom. And her getting up multiple times with a creaking door, and then he shot both sides, the left and the right, of um, of the, uh, the the nanny coming down, and then the outside. So he got the cover shot. So, and there are just like some random, like intense angles, like from bottom up almost that were like fast, but were there and they were mood setting, and I thought that that was phenomenal. I also like the way they introduced. Uh, Daniel Craig into the movie mm-hmm. where he's literally in the background and they're all freaking out. They're like, they're talking to the cops and then they st- keep on staring at this guy. Oh, who the fuck is that guy? And he just so keeps on like, flicking his, like, it's a quarter or a penny or, you know. I don't even remember. Yeah. So, all right. So, that's our overall assumption of the movie. We're going to go into a couple more details as we speak longer. But what is your... Um, ratings from zero My to, rating? Yeah, rating from zero to five. My rating from zero to five for Knives Out is... I'm going to give it a 4.5. Okay. I thought that the movie was really well done. I thought that the actors, especially Maria, blew me away. Um, I say 4.5 because there were some points where <clears throat> Daniel Craig's character and the pacing that he chose for some of the monologues were just a little too rushed. It seemed a little monotonous to me at times. Um, but still, I loved him in the movie. I thought his character served great purpose. I thought his character was interesting. I'm interested to hear about these the sequel or prequel or whatever it is that they're doing with this movie. I have no idea what that is yet. Um, but yeah, all in all, I thought that the cast, the ensemble, you know, you rarely see movies like that where there's a uh, an ensemble of renowned actors working together. Well, that's the thing that, is drawing the idea of doing a sequel is because now that it's a proven commodity, they're going to take Daniel Craig as the lead actor and then have a new cast of characters. Which sounds amazing. I think that's a great way to do a story. Um, I would really love to have more of a Clue kind of movie. I don't know if you saw the 1980s Clue movie. I did as a kid, but not recently. The idea is that in theaters there was three endings. And then you would actually oh. have to go to three different viewings to, to see, see all, three, all three endings. Wow. I like the idea of giving giving Daniel Craig another series. He has the James Bond. Yeah, of course. I like the idea of him now creating like a Sherlock, not like the 
I don't want to say Sherlock Holmes, but like a Southern Sherlock Holmes kind of vibe. What's wrong? What's what's wrong with his calling Clue? Hmm? What's wrong? Just he, he's getting a clue. He's getting a clue franchise. Sure, it's just I mean, not. So, it's just not Clue. It's kind of Clue. It's similar, yeah. Yeah, but it, they're not calling it Clue. I'm sure there's no, like, no, no. I, I, I mean, that's owned by Milton Bradley, so we can't call it exactly. But I mean, you know, we're gonna get a now. The next thing is because this did well. You know, we're gonna get a Clue remake. That's probably not gonna be as good because I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> they've already done it. <laughs> like. Uh-huh. You know, if if Ryan Johnson's dumbass can make a movie, I'm sure so. <laughs> Ryan Johnson makes good movies, dude. Ryan Johnson. Okay, is, Looper, and didn't he do Looper? Mad Looper. Men? Not Mad Men. He did Breaking Bad. He he shot a couple episodes. He didn't write the entire series. I didn't say he wrote him. Like, let's Ryan not give him more credit. <laughs> let's not put him. On, okay, don't put him on. Okay, one of the best series in the entire world. We're gonna give him all the credit for oh, Mad not Men. Not all the credit, but like he he's, did. He shot. He was the main director for like three episodes out of like 50 or 100 episodes because it was a five season arc. That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. That, okay. Ryan Johnson, I want to work with Ryan Johnson. Okay. I want to definitely be in his next As long as you're okay with him calling you. As long as you're allowed, okay with him calling you a, um, a white, a white, um, you know, stuck up white white male so oh well, i'm not stuck up i'm not white i am a male but <laughs> i'll just laugh at him like boo i don't care about all the tweet stuff i thought that knives out was really well done um but notes for notes sake daniel craig come on switch oh, yeah. it up with the pacing because it was just so like the same thing throughout the entire monologue it was kind of overwhelming at times and again i understand that that's done for emphasis but it got to a point where I was just like, I okay, which is why I say four point five and not five. I'm going to say four. Okay. Um, and the reason why I'm going to say four is I think that the last ten minutes are are put together not in a way that justifies the rest of the movie because the re- the rest of the movie, as much as I've established, I don't really like the director. It has nothing to do with the characters. And the actual screenwriting, though he wrote the screenwriting, um, it's really well done. I, there's some disconnect with that last ten minutes, where they I just cramped, they crammed it together. Yeah. I so, to me, to me, it's not worthy of being in the top movies, but it's definitely a movie that I would recommend someone see, and also would recommend someone to watch. But I don't know if it's some movie that I would recommend seeing twice, like. You, I don't think you've seen it yet, but a movie that I think did better this year, nine in two thousand nineteen, than uh, *Knives Out* is um, is the movie called um, um, <laughs> "It Is Called." Shoot, who's in it? I'm just gonna pull it up. Cool. This is where I'll just where I'll cut. Um, knock knock. No. Um. Murder movies, two thousand nineteen. 
Don't get old, man. How old are you, Paul? I am... I am 37. Not old yet. Okay. So the movie that I was talking about is called Ready or Not. Now, Ready or Not is a very similar movie. Now, I don't know if you saw Ready or Not. Was it in theaters? Yes. Oh, yeah, it was in theaters. And it has a great concept. In fact, if you have some time tonight, maybe you maybe we could just sit and watch it. Cool. Because I try to get you guys... That was the night that we went and saw... Um, Midsummer. Midsummer. Oh, and Adriana, this is that movie. And Adriana totally shot us down because yeah. she's like, I don't want to see a murder. But this is like an incredible... And it's actually, in my opinion, worth the second viewing because it's really, really, really good. The, but it's a different tone. It's a different tone. I just like the idea. It's a murder mystery too. Okay. But at the end, there's like the supernatural thing that happens. Mm, gotcha. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I'll definitely give that. What's it called again? Um, ready or not. Ready or not. I'll definitely give that a watch. I, I, I thought it was an incredible movie. Definitely a four, in my opinion. Uh, 4.5. Um, it, it, unfortunately, because they don't nominate murder, murder movies and they don't nominate. Um, 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 crashers, you know, um, Halloween kind of type slasher, movie. movies. slasher movies. Yeah, yeah. It, it's never going to get that, but it was a really great movie. To, I mean, right now I'm thinking about, it, I mean, I, I, it's so good. It was uh, so I'll definitely give it a while. But what I really liked about knives out was that it didn't have a central tone. Yes. Like there was some really funny moments and there were some moments that were, you know, just based and in, scary. It was and, also based in reality where, yeah. where, um, ready or not, is not really based in reality. So, True. Um, again, so Yvonne is giving it a 4.5. I'm giving it a 4. All right, so let's go into spoilers. Okay, so were you completely blown away when the father decided to slice his own throat? Like, I mean, was oh, that was... Well, that like picture the, was a lot. I mean, I wasn't... Su- like, I guess was that, I was like, surprised. blowing your mind? Like, like oh, shit, he, he killed himself. He literally because- just slit his throat. And I'm like, I'm like, was that a joke? And like, no, like he did. Like, I thought that was like, cause you know, in some movies, they're like, they'll they'll have like a fake, and they even had a fake night at the end. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. like, I'm like, did he did he do it just to, to like scare her to think that he was dead? But then he's like in a box, and they put a fake body out, <laughs> cause you know how these movies go. And it's Ryan Johnson, so I'm like, cause there's no way this fucker like made a good movie. Nah, so. my. My jaw dropped when that happened. I was like, ah. Oh. And then immediately after, you have this amazing, like, three, four second scene with Anna, and she's crying and she's figuring it out. And, like, I bought it. I bought all of it. I loved it. He was super, like, it was super easy for him. It was super fast. But I rationalized that by saying, okay, well, he had. He was ready. He was ready and he had he ready something it- to do, something to execute. As and we he learned, loved her. Yeah. Well, here's the here's the key things. He had already changed his will. Mm-hmm. See, now the thing that that blew me, and and maybe this is the, from I'm just being picky as a director and a photographer. Totally. Why didn't he, they do a video will and let the father talk on screen? And be like, <laughs> you, every one of you fuckers, I'm not giving you nothing. But, and like uh, the, the the will. <laughs> Being read by this old guy because you still have the uh, you still have the the caretaker come in because it's 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 a uh, required by law that you have this 
you have the auditor, the audit, the auditor come in and actually um, bestow the 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 showing of the will or reading of the will. So you could still have that actor and still play the same role, but it would have been much cooler. Have been like, yeah, you and you and you. I feel you, but the reason why I like the fact that it had nothing to do with Harlan was because Harlan seemed like a very gentle, like, kind oh, so of you- Aslan-like man, like, very chill and interesting. So to have this moment where he's like, F you, F you, F you, because you didn't love me, like, I, I would have lost something for the character at that point. Yeah, but I don't think it, I don't think he, I don't think he hated everyone, because what's the justification, what is, what do you think the Jeff... What do you think the reason is to take away the book publishing away from his son? Do you think that's he, he didn't want his son to be a lot relying on himself because like the son seemed to be very loyal to him. I mean, that's a good question. Like that particular son didn't seem to be having any issues. He wasn't stealing money. He was in fact he was trying to bring money back to the family. Um, the other people were literally there. The rest of them were literally doing something wrong. One was cheating, one was stealing. Um, one was absent. One was absent. So that's a great question. I don't really have an answer for that. Honestly, I don't know. I I can only putting it together. I'm thinking that he wanted his son not to rely on himself. And also, do you think that? Do you think that Harlan? knew that it, that he wasn't going to live much longer. Like, do you think he put all his affairs specifically together knowing that he was going to be only alive for a short, short amount of time? Well, I mean, people change their wills for a variety of different reasons. <clears throat> yeah, but and people do get those feelings. I don't know yeah, if you've totally. ever, I don't know if you've ever been around someone that is close to their but, time. But they, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many reasons. Like, it, I think if we're going to super analyze his character, it's because he knows that he's old and for him, a will is so much more than his legacy. It's also like a legal binding contract that needs to constantly be updated because of the fact of who he is. So then at that point, he's just doing his job by updating it. Mm -hmm. You know? Why he then told his youngest son that he updated it and crossed him out of the will. Well, no, was see, that wasn't. Did, did they specifically make the point that they he told everyone? Because I don't know if no, he, he told, only told Chris Evans' character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of them, because that was how that he found out because because mm. of Chris. Yeah, Chris Evans. So they had that conversation. Then he yeah. storms out after he says, "I'm warning you" or something like that. And the best part. I think you're loving the slow-mo knife. But I think the best part is when when she pulls up the invisible ink and she uses it to reveal the, the written note saying that that he cheated on her. Yeah. That is the best part, dude. Because I'm like so I'm sad. like I'm like I'm I'm looking at it, I'm like, please, please it's revisible knit. Please, please, please. And I'm like, she smokes. The father's gotta know that you know she's gonna have a lighter with her all the time, and of course he's gonna know that that the husband would have tried to broke into his office and steal it, so he would have had an invisible ink 
so much. And then, of course, he would be stupid enough not to throw it away. He would just leave it on. Well, it seemed like it was an accident. She was just outside smoking, and she had the letter in her hand, and then she lights this, the, the lighter, and then she sees it, and then she's like, and then she sees it. That was heartbreaking. That was really sad. And I love that it's not a center of the action. It's just a side plot. You know, it's just a, it's a throwaway almost. But it makes you love the characters. I don't know. I That's why I honestly love the younger brother and her character oh, yeah, a lot. And then the alt-right jokes were hilarious. <laughs> well, I think that's, I think that's, I you know what it is, to be honest. I think that's uh, Ryan Johnson writing that character as himself, being criticized on Twitter. Because a lot of those comments. <laughs> no, 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 being that serious. Because he got that kind of comments off of what happened with The Last Jedi. And I think what he did was he wrote a character as himself being uh, harassed on Twitter. Interesting. I mean, that's exactly... If you look at his Twitter, he feels that he's being harassed by alt-right, white, national, like, crazy people that, that can't get over the fact that, that Luke dies, you know, and that Leia flies like Mary Poppins. <laughs> Which That's is interesting. Just fucked up. That's interesting. I mean, and that character wasn't the. He was a pretty. He was like one of the smaller characters, until he reveals the fact that he overheard Chris Evans' character say he was the biggest character, dude, because he literally opens the entire plot. The little boy. Yeah, because if if he's not is the biggest character, he's the biggest. He's the he's the key to opening the entire plot because if that character doesn't exist. He doesn't hear it over. There's nothing to make Chris Evans squeal like a pig. Mm. Think about what connects Chris Evans because no one else hears that. Yeah, it would have been a perfect crime. Yeah, totally. I just, I wouldn't say he's the biggest character. No, no, he's the, he's the key to, to solve the next event. Because if he's not listening, then if he's not jerking off in the bathroom, or writing, or writing on Twitter or whatever. whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was jerking off. All right. <laughs> right? Wasn't he? Whatever. Didn't they show it? I, or am I crazy for thinking I that think they he was it? holding an iPad, dude. But I thought he was phone. holding an iPad. And, okay, I could be wrong, but yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't like guys, so I wasn't looking down. I was looking Boo. up. <laughs> Boo, Paul. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if that was a girl, maybe I would be more like, you know. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. 4.5 Knives Out. <laughs> All right. So this is our review of Knives Out. Hope you guys enjoy. Um, I would say definitely recommend watch. Eva? Definitely recommend watch. I would watch it again for a second time. I don't know if I would watch it again in theaters, but I would definitely recommend it. Uh, yeah. Um, do you recommend, um, psychedelics? Do you think that would be, um, Ooh, on this movie? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> do you think it would, do you think it would, this is such a funny question. No, psychedelics, I think may, maybe, no, maybe it's something we drugs, should add. Yeah. Maybe depending um, on, yeah. I'm just, I was just, I was just throwing out there, but that, I think this might be a good question. Um, <laughs> would it improve or, or not improve the, the viewing? Well, I'm going to have to watch it again without, I had a brownie before I watched it. Oh, so you did? Okay, so it was enhanced. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was enhanced. I haven't There's seen. There's nothing wrong without, with the brownies. So. I I know, I know, I love them, but I would have to watch it again. 
So you would have without the brownie. So, so in all sincerity, brownie. that the brownie definitely was a good thing. You should go into having a brownie um, at least. Well, the person I I saw the movie with did not have a brownie, and they enjoyed it very much. Okay, I. I thought that the moments of humor were very funny, and that could probably be, be <laughs> due to the fact that I had the brownie. I, I don't know. I should watch it again without it, and I'll let you know. But I definitely recommend it. I think you should watch it, and I think it's one of those movies that kind of challenges how, not how movies are made, but how movies are seen. Mm-hmm. And I would have to say that for our audience that isn't a super intelligent, that just likes to go get mind lost. I think a brownie would be really good, and I think you would enjoy the movie. Agreed. So this is our review of Knives Out. My name's Paul. My co-host, Yvonne. That's me. (laughs) We'll see you soon. Deuces.